0: yeah yep. Yeah, that was weird. What's going on? Oh not <laughs> too much, man. Hold on. How's this sounding? Not too bad? Yeah, it sounds good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <sighs> yeah. So I don't really use the
1: anchor app to record, um, like you said, because it, it messes it messes up too much. Like for the first couple minutes it's cool, but then like after about I would say like fifteen minutes, yeah. it like starts to speed up the other person. Hmm. Uh, so what were you guys doing? I've just been recording <laughs> hell of ghetto, dude. I've just been like recording phone calls. Like Richard will will call on his phone, right? Yeah. And we'll just record on like the record thing feature on the iPhone, and then I'll <laughs> save that to my files, and then just drag them to the uh, Anchor app. That's funny, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's been... <laughs> like we tried it just to like see i I tried it first with that with that one story lee's dad you know Mm -hmm. and just to see if it would work and it came out pretty good so i'm like okay like this can actually be like a gimmick so every other one we've had after that like every person has been recorded on the phone like none of them have been in person it's just been like i don't know that's (laughs) normally
0: man oh that's interesting but it sounds good though it sounds good
1: yeah it's funny it's whatever it's not too serious, but anyway, so what's the deal right now? What are we doing? Welcome to Out There With Z, the show that can't be confined inside studio walls. Now, coming to you from, well, you're going to have to keep listening to find out what random place the show's coming from this week. Here is your host, Z. Z.
0: Guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Out There With Z. Today's episode is sponsored by the CDC and the Department of Health and Human Services, begging us all to take the vaccine as soon as possible, or as soon as we're eligible to. They promised not to inject us with GPS tracking microchips that happen to be corrosion resistant while submerged for an indefinite amount of time in a carbon-based life form. And they wanted me to add in, too, that y'all ain't that special. So... Take that vaccine as soon as you're eligible, too, guys. And enjoy the show.
2: Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh, my God. Stop fucking lying.
0: No guests today. Just trying something new. Um, Just going to read off my top news for the day. And uh, I'm gonna let some uh, guest callers call in, see what they got to say, and uh, see if anything they want to get off the chest. So here's the top news. All right, guys. So now it's Tuesday. Um, As you guys are aware, yes, if you guys been reading the news at all, you already know that Trump's been acquitted twice after being impeached twice. Um, we all know it's the most bipartisan uh, vote ever in history. Um, just want to see what y'all think. You guys think um, he should have been acquitted or he shouldn't have. Going to take a couple calls here. Got one call right now. Hey, caller, first one ever on the show. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about our representatives of voting to acquit him? Um, not the majority either. And how about the rules being that it has to be three quarters, you know, to to pretty much vote to convict? Um, let me know what you think.
3: My name is Annie. What you doing? Um,
0: not just the show. So, how do you feel about being a, about Trump being acquitted by the Spears? That we're almost that we're almost killed by the extremist mob.
3: Uh, do you like Paw Patrol?
0: Um, I don't really watch Paw Patrol. Um, doesn't look like we're gonna go too far with this uh, topic, are we? Um, well might as well talk what you'd like to talk about. How's your weekend? What'd you do this last weekend?
4: Uh, do you like mailboxes?
0: Uh, I think we all like mailboxes, but what did you do this past weekend? Did you do anything fun?
3: Like, we just, like, play on our tablets. We just play on our tablets.
0: Awesome, caller. Thanks for calling. And tablets are always cool. Alright, guys. Next on my top news. In this scientific journal, an article was published stating that octopuses like to punch fishes for no apparent reason. Uh, pretty gnarly and funny finding. Uh, do y'all happen to do anything... Out of malicious intent just to be a jackass. Um, let's hear from the callers up on the call next. I have Carlos from SoCal. Carlos, do you do anything pretty, I guess, dickhead-ish to people? Just out of, I don't know, just out of getting a good laugh. Yo, Z, it's Carlos. Carlos, spicy wiener. Um, uh, first-time caller, bro, long-time listener. Oh, I got a funny story for you, man. All right, my dude, let's hear it. Okay, watch it, bro. So this one time, we were we were hanging out during lunch, me and the homies, and we would think we thought uh, it would be a funny idea um, to trick people to put their hand on this pole as they walked by. Why it's, uh why it's a big deal to put their hand on this pole is because it's a pole we all spit on there's like a good I don't know like a two inch big wad of spit on top of this pole it was fucking gross man but anyways uh we got the we got a kick out of it every time tricking people to put their hands on it uh looking back uh and uh in the times we're living in it's pretty fucked up uh yeah man definitely not gonna dispute that uh definitely definitely a messed up joke you guys used to do as teens but i'm glad you're grown up and recognize it wasn't that funny i guess i mean maybe i guess you had to have been there um but anyways thanks for calling man and did you get your girl anything special for valentine's day hey yeah man um uh I took advice from them fools, the Lonely Island, and gave her that D in the box. (laughs) Uh, You're a fool for that one, man. Uh, Thanks for calling. All right, guys, next here on my top news, I have this news that came out last month. Uh, A California man was living at the Chicago airport for three months out of fear of COVID 19. Uh, was living off of the generosity of strangers Giving them food and cash here and there And he even acquired airport credentials To save off officials uh, From ejecting them from the airport um, Prompting my next question to callers Was there ever a time in your life um, That you were fearful of your life And you acted drastically In order to save yourself from that perceived threat Um, Yeah let us know if you guys have any crazy stories like that. Um, next on the line, I have, uh, Clarence from Alabama, Clarence. Uh, yeah. Let us know what you what you think. You're out here, or you're on here with out there with Z. Oh hey Z, um, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, love the show, and um, yeah, I've had my, my share of. Really nifty uh, run-ins with uh, several people that I felt my life was in danger. Oh, man, that's gnarly, Clarence. Um, Do you want to elaborate on any of those stories? Uh, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear them out. Oh, wow, Z, uh, elaborate, that's a big word. Um, Yeah, I've heard it before, but... Uh, good thing I heard it this week. That way I can uh, elaborate for you. So, this story happened, um, oh boy, uh, a couple years back during the Bama, Bama administration. And uh, I had joined uh, a fancy football team. And uh, it was all good. But uh, I started, uh, you know, teasing these guys. Uh, they're from a. Uh, uh, a mixed skin background and uh you know a little playful teasing and uh they didn't like it so much went to a went to a, a house party uh, a lot of these gentlemen haven't met me yet and uh i thought i was gonna get my teeth kicked then um i don't think i said anything married that kind of um i don't know reaction but it is what it is I don't know What you thought, Z? Uh, Would you get upset if I called you Beaner? All right. Uh, Thanks for calling, Clarence. All right. Last on my top news. I don't know if you guys ever heard that story. The Balloon Boy hoax of 2009. It's back on news. Well, back as of December of last year. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, long story short, this couple claimed that the balloon boy, um, took off, or, scratch that, a balloon took off with this boy, um, when in fact the whole time he was hiding in the attic. Um, some publicity stunt that backfired on them and hooked them up with some legal peril. Uh, callers question you guys, um, have you guys ever tried to go viral by any means necessary? Um, Next caller, uh, didn't catch your name. Uh, go ahead and tell us, have you ever done anything in the past that pretty much almost got you in some legal trouble?
2: Hola, buenos dias. ¿A qué
0: Hey, caller. Uh, I think uh, you got the wrong number, man. Um, yeah, uh, I guess call somewhere else, try again.
2: No, que pues.
0: Puras fallas con ustedes. Oh man. Sorry, caller. But uh, thanks for calling, I guess. Uh, We're not going to take any more callers. Um, uh, Try again next week. Um, Yeah, guys. If you guys ever want to call an episode, I'll have some other line up soon so you guys can call in and chat it up. So those were the top news and our fan calls. With such an impactful year behind us, one thought keeps burning in my mind. What was everyone's most memorable moment of 2020? I had the privilege, I mean, I was privileged enough to be given the opportunity to share the different impactful moments of the following ladies and gentlemen I interviewed on the street. Let's listen. So, Freddie, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
2: 2020? Well, it begins with the virus and the way uh, people had to adjust and change their whole lifestyle. It was pretty appalling to me. Uh, And, uh, you know, we had to adjust to a whole different scheme of things in regards to, you know, life period, you know. So this is was very significant in 2020. It was uh, grueling. It was uh, almost uh, let's see. You know, uh, we were like under lockdown. It was almost like you know uh, we were living in bondage, pretty much. So you know, uh, it, it was uh, it was pretty pretty challenging times. 2020 would be unforgettable because of the challenges that we face uh, first and foremost. And I will try to you know. Like, don't carry it over for 2021, definitely. I would try to, you know, view things differently. As a matter of fact, hopefully we would be able to get back to a normal way of living in 2021. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank
0: you for your response, Freddie. So,
2: Luke, what's your most
0: memorable moment of 2020?
2: I'd have to say my most memorable moment would be
0: graduating college. Awesome, man. Congrats, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. So, Dave, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
5: Uh, let's see. Where could I start? Um, getting COVID, I guess, would be one of the most memorable. 2020. Yeah, it's one of those um, you can't forget. Um, what else? I would say... Getting new co-workers, you know, and in the introduction of uh, the new robots as well. Um, but mostly COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID. that's okay. the most. Yeah. Other than that, I have nothing.
0: All right. Cool. Thanks for sharing, man. Hey, Ethan. Uh, just wondering, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
5: Oh, that's a really good question, dude. Um, there's a lot of memorable moments in 2020. I think the biggest one would probably be COVID. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty memorable. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean there was a lot of there's a lot of good memorable moments and there was a lot of bad memorable moments. Um kind of a mixture between the two. I think probably the most memorable would be um uh just storming the, storm the capital. That was a oh. crazy. That was, that was 2021 though. Oh, man. that was 2021, yeah. It feels like a 2020, <laughs> 2020. sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> Shit, I don't know, dude. Um I want to I'm trying to think of something positive, but I really can't think of too much that's positive when I mean, it comes it to This doesn't have to be positive, just the most memorable moment. Yeah. Um shit. Um uh yeah, probably just uh, like the whole the whole presidency. Of, presidency uh, the just, whole yeah, just that whole thing that was going on um like the
0: elections and stuff. The
5: election like the election was being rigged and I guess most of most of it would be political. I political. think it probably the most memorable um thing for 2020 apart from like obviously the uh, the, the virus and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like all the crazy shit that happened. Honestly, it's too much. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't really pinpoint one thing. It's just a lot. Just the political chaos. <laughs> just the political chaos. Um, probably specifically, um, yeah, I guess not storming the chaos. But before that, when um, when um, uh, when Trump lost and he was saying like, you know,
0: falsely claiming, it, falsely that.
5: claiming all of this stuff and saying, like, you know, I didn't lose the election. And as soon as he said that, I was just like, oh, man, that's, <laughs> I can't wait for twenty twenty one. And then twenty twenty one happened. <laughs> yeah. And then twenty twenty one happened. And then they stormed the Capitol. So yeah. that's pretty cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think um, I mean, I mean, I have a lot more to say about twenty twenty one apart from this question. I think yeah. that there's just um, yeah, there's just a lot of turmoil within our country right now. I think we just all kind of need to come together. Yeah. I agree, man. After all this crap. Cool.
0: Thanks for sharing, man. Yeah, man. No problem. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, Gigi. Just want to know, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
4: Zizi, for me, was the the worst part was I can't celebrate my 50th birthday. And another one, the COVID. And another one was I can't see my mom and dad. That was so sad because I can't go to see them. And another worst thing was we can't go nowhere in the world, in the Hawaii, in some islands. I miss this part.
0: Yeah. And hopefully we can all be traveling soon. We hope.
4: To. <laughs> I hope too. Awesome. Thank you for sharing, Gigi. <laughs> yes, Gigi.
2: <Zizi.
0: laughs> hey, Ivo. Just want to know, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
2: So most. Memorable moment is our daughter's wedding, because the wedding was uh, difficult of this situation of COVID. So it was a beautiful day. The sun was up. It was beautiful, and it was really. <laughs> Something which i will never forget
0: yeah. awesome man sounds like a, a very wonderful experience it during was. during some troubling times but y'all made yeah. it happen you know
2: yeah i i could not really stop crying from happiness <laughs> i was so happy yeah
0: that's good that's good man all right evo thank you for sharing hey rj uh just wondering what's your most memorable moment of 2020
2: Mine will be being participating in Black Lives Matter uh, right protests. Right on, right on.
0: Yeah, because it was my first time doing that.
2: So for
1: me,
0: it was just very, like, very powerful. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so, that's... Right on. All right, RJ, thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Hey, Jesus. Uh, just wondering, what's your most memorable moment of 2020?
5: Uh, That's a hard one, man. But the most memorable moment of 2020 was being on vacation in san diego man and we're waking up to a dick pic from our good friend todd oh
0: man <laughs> damn it todd all right well <laughs> that's your memorable moment <laughs>
3: sure is man sure is
0: all right thanks for sharing bud hey junior uh just a quick question for you what was your most memorable moment of 2020 honestly it was a sad year um I don't have nothing. Stayed home and stayed home. Alright man. Yeah, it's it was a pretty pretty messed up beer, man. And uh appreciate your input man. Thanks for sharing. Yeah,
2: no problem man. Have a good one.
0: The Ketchup.
1: So we're recording right now. All right, can you hear me fine? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so Ketchup, well, since we talked last, the big thing that's happened to Annie and I, my wife, um, we adopted a baby. Dude, congratulations again, man. Yeah, his name is Fred. We named him Fred. Um, He's like five months now. He's uh, getting put to sleep right now, actually. Um, But that's been awesome. The whole uh, experience leading up to that was freaking weird. Did I ever tell you about the car accident? No, man. I didn't? No. Oh, dude. All right. So, quick story. We, um, We adopted Fred from wisconsin right mm-hmm. it was like a out of state thing we did with our uh adoption agency the birth mother went through her social worker contacted ours blah, blah 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 whatever so we went to wisconsin uh because the mother the birth mother was gonna get induced right so we wanted to be there for the birth so we went up there whatever and uh we had So we had Fred since day one, right? Like, he's been with us um, since forever. So we had to stay in Wisconsin for, like, a week and a half because uh, the, like, interstate transfer, like, basically they had to wait for permission from each state to leave and to come back. So um, Wisconsin had to grant permission for us to leave with the baby, and Virginia had to uh, grant us permission to come into the state with the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that took like a week and a half. So we ended up leaving. Um, uh, finally when we got permission and, uh, we stayed with some friends that we know in Illinois. This is the way home. We drove by the way. This is all driving. Oh damn. Uh, yeah. So well, on the way there, it was like a 13 hour drive, not a big deal well, on the way back with a baby. It takes a long time because you got to stop and feed them and change them and all that. Right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we stopped in Illinois for a second, like a day. Um, we leave Illinois and uh we're driving through Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving at this point. And so we have a Honda CRV, and I'm getting off on an off-ramp because I gotta use the restroom and we yeah. have to get fuel. We have to get fuel. So I'm like, all right, hey, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna pull over. And Annie's in the back with the baby, right? Mm-hmm. He's, in his, he's in his car seat sleeping. So as I'm pulling off on the off ramp, I'm going maybe like 60 55 60 right uh this freaking car dude like and this is an empty freeway pretty much this car like comes from behind me like beelines i don't know if she like if she was trying to get the off ramp like last minute or what Or she definitely wasn't paying attention though anyway she hits me on my front front quarter panel Damn. and uh rolls me three times dude yeah with the baby in the car with a 10 day old baby in the car
0: yeah
1: yeah dude we rolled we rolled three times um and when we finally stopped we landed on the uh on the passenger side right so like i'm hanging there pretty much on the driver's side like and oh my god man yeah when we stopped i'm like annie are you alive like that's literally what i said i was like are you alive and she's like yeah i'm alive i'm like how's the baby she's like he's sleeping. And I'm like okay, so he slept through the whole damn thing. So that's I something that you would say though, for sure. <laughs> well, I couldn't <laughs> think what else to say. So. That's that's totally you though, for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, you know, like looking back on it, I wish what I would have said was uh, you were seeing Cool Runnings, that movie Cool Runnings, a long time ago. But yeah, there's that line in there where he goes, "Sanka, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I yeah, I would have said that." but uh <laughs> <that I> mean <laughs> whatever but um so anyways i unbuckled my seatbelt and like, i had to open the door above me my door right the passenger door like i'm standing up on the uh passenger side door and i'm opening up the driver's side door over my head and uh i see this dude coming towards me and my initial reaction was like anger i was just like did you hit me <laughs> like and he was like no. yeah he was like no it wasn't me he was like i saw it happen though and so I'm like, all right, well, come over here and hold this door open because, like, you know, my wife and my baby are in here. And yes. so at this, at this point, uh, other cars had stopped. And uh, I go back in and I, uh, I have Annie kind of unbuckle the baby and I catch him. He's little. He was only born, like, six pounds. He was really small. Um, so I pull him out. i him in one hand. And this this, lady's, uh, this lady comes down by the door <clears throat> helping the guy. Mm -hmm. and i gave her the baby and the look on her face dude was like priceless because like no everybody knew we had a baby in the car but they didn't realize that he was like a baby baby you know yeah Like everybody was like oh my god so i went i gave her the baby went back in got annie pulled um like had to give her a boost out of there and got myself out but uh none of us had any crazy injuries dude like um I was the only one who really had any injuries, like, but it wasn't even that bad. Like I had a minor tear in my, uh, my MCL, uh, but like, you're about real... to say anus. No, was not a <laughs> really small, small tear in my anus. <laughs> no. no, in my, uh, in my MCL. Um, but it was so minor, man. Like it, it sucked for a little bit, but other than that, I didn't go to like uh physical therapy or nothing. Like I just wore a brace for a little bit and now I'm chilling, but it was a hundred percent the chick's fault um she was she was messed up dude like she was all bloody and, and like cut up and stuff but she didn't even get transported to the hospital um hmm. but kicker on that one she had a dog in the car with her right i'll send you pictures like the pictures are insane so um she had a dog in the car she smacked this telephone pole right and the yeah. dog the dog flew out of the car they couldn't find the dog
0: Um,
1: oh, but then they end up finding him dude <laughs> Alive. Oh, that's good. Yeah, everybody lived, man. Um, my gun, I, my, I have a concealed carry, so my gun freaking flew out the car, uh, and they found it underneath my car somehow, and uh, the cop gave it back to me at the hospital. Uh, we had to go to the hospital because of Fred being adopted and stuff, so we had to get him x-rayed and all that. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. But it was an adventure, dude. Freaking that day, we had to go get a rental car. Bought a new freaking car seat because I couldn't get my car seat out because I put it in well, I guess. Um, yeah. And the next day we drove to freaking Ohio where Annie's sister is. Stayed there for a few days and then drove home. So yeah, the first ten days of Fred's life, man, were freaking intense. That dude was in a rollover car accident. Damn, sounds like Fred's gonna be like a superhero, baby, man. Dude, he was like the calm in the storm, man. It was pretty cool. um But yeah, I'll send you those pictures. They're freaking, they're insane, like. <laughs> I had like was telling guys at work that I got in a car accident. And they're like, "Oh, a little fender bender." And I showed them that, they're like, "Oh my god." My like, yeah. So we oh. bought we we bought another CRV after that because we were like, "Damn, it did really well." Like um you know, all the airbags went off, freaking funny part about it though. I don't remember this. Annie mm-hmm. Annie said that as we were rolling um so all I have seen was beige cuz like the airbags went off right away. Um <laughs> I don't know if you've been in a freaking rollover car accident, but no, it's surreal. Like for some reason in my mind, I was just like, all right, go limp. You know? So I went limp and like, I was just waiting for the lights to turn out. I'm like any moment now, I'm going to get knocked out. Right. And it didn't happen. Annie had a better view. She could see like everything. Right. Um, She's looking at the baby, looking at me, looking at everything. She's in the back seat. Mm -hmm. And um, she said the whole time we were rolling that I was just like, all right, whoa. Whoa, whoa, all right. <laughs> like, was like, like, really? She was like, Yeah, I was I was like, I was probably just doing that to let you know that I was okay or something, but I don't remember that shit at all, dude. At all.
0: You probably hella I can imagine her
1: hella laughing when she's telling you that too. <laughs> he would later, yeah. <laughs> well we both got out and we were like it's pretty emotional, dude. we were like, damn, like we almost literally just died. Like that shit. No, of course, man. It's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah looking back on it it was pretty insane um but yeah man fred's doing good now um getting big laughing and stuff and eating solid foods it's pretty cool that's awesome dude not solid pureed food but you know what i mean
0: yeah 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 and do you guys get like um like that pre-made one or are you guys like making your own purees for him
1: so so far annie's been making it dude She's made like uh she started him out with like baby carrots, some peas, mm-hmm. and today he started sweet potatoes that do love sweet potatoes,
0: man, nice, nice. I did notice one thing um it sounds like you guys are doing the same thing, but uh one thing Jessica and Marco were doing was like when they were first introducing them to these you know like the well, you know what I mean solid foods or whatever mm-hmm. um they they did like one type of food and like and then they switch it up like a week later or whatever like say sweet potato this week or and then green beans next week and like eventually like they'll mix them up but they're trying to find i guess like an allergen oh yeah
1: yeah we so we're kind of doing that i mean maybe not as careful as they are Mm -hmm. um but yeah we yeah we thought about that too we're like you know we don't like Annie started feeding him solid foods on a day where it was snowing. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. It was snowing really bad and I wasn't home. And uh she was like, "Man, I really should have waited, you know, just in case he had a bad reaction." So yeah, I mean, that's smart. That's probably
0: the way to do it. Uh but oh, you guys are just doing it just to do it like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, or well, what do you mean?
0: Oh, like I thought there was like a method to to why you guys are feeding them like you said you started with the green beans and then sweet potatoes now. So it started carrots, carrots, baby carrots. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Peas. And then freaking uh, potato or sweet potatoes. But you're saying that the way that they did it is like week at a time, just in case, just in case he's allergic to something. Right.
0: Yeah. Trying to find like,
1: yeah. If some certain
0: like solid food does not sit well with him. Yeah. That's smart. They're smarter than us. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Just different. <laughs> Everyone's different. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with you, man? Um, nothing much. Um, just been working, uh, my first like regular eight hour shift in like a long time. Um, we got this like new robot project at work and it's just been, it's been kind of chaotic getting that shit, um. Yeah, going, what, what do you mean robot? Um uh, it's 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 weird. It's semiconductor industry. Basically I assemble these things that um uh, build the chips and all our phones and stuff and yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, so what's the what's
1: what's new with that? What you said you said new robot.
0: Oh, we just uh, got a contract to assemble some uh new line and just trying to get the The assembly line and like all the text, uh, testing fixtures and stuff, uh, good to go. Sounds like nerd, nerd stuff, (laughs) nerd stuff, (laughs) and it's not even super nerdy. Like the other dudes, like that, I work with engineers, those guys are fucking nerds. (laughs) No, I'm like, I'm like a dirty fucking technician in comparison, you know. (laughs) I'm the dumb dumb.
1: Uh, yeah, that's how I felt my whole time like, in the Navy, because, like, I had a technical job, you know? Like, I was an electronics technician, and mm-hmm. I hated it, dude. Like, hated it. And <laughs> I was not good at it. But, like, <clears throat> I'm patting myself on the back right now. I, I worked hard to, like, make it seem like I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, it sucked, because people... I faked it so well that, like... <laughs> I, I, that like I made it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like people, when they would start to question me and, and like certain times, and, you know, or else they would talk to me in like technical jargon at, at certain points. And I had no idea what the hell they were talking about, but, <laughs> but you know, I feel you dude. Like I was not, I was not prepared for that job at all. Um, but whatever, fake it till you make it. <laughs>
0: hell yeah, man. <laughs> No, I would say in my job in as Avitech, I think I was pretty decent. Oh, yeah, you were a freaking helicopter tech, right? You worked on electronics there, right? Yeah, avionics tech, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I forget I used to work on helicopters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I hated it. If I would have had a different job in the Navy, I'd probably still been in. Really? What what job would that have been? Maybe like HM, like hospital corpsman, or like uh, gunner's mate or something like that. Which is probably a blessing that I had a job that I wasn't, you know, too terribly fond of. um, Yeah. Because it allowed me to get out and, you know, do what I'm doing now. But but yeah, man. I mean, the Navy was cool. Just my job sucked.
0: I think I liked my job, but I wasn't a big fan of just the military life, man. Like I'm surprised I even joined, to be honest with you. I'm very surprised you joined.
1: Yeah. yeah. For those of you who don't know, who are listening to this, uh, Zenaito joined the Marine Corps <laughs> literally out of nowhere. Like, no work. <laughs> there was never any interest expressed. He came to school <laughs> one day in a Marine Corps t-shirt and it was like oh yeah uh i signed up for the marines and that was it like everybody was <laughs> what the hell <laughs> like am completely out of nowhere so yeah very surprising but i mean since you did it everybody like a whole bunch of other people did it after that or joined some branch like yeah you know so kind of you kind of got the ball rolling there cuz there's you and then like uh thomas who else like Chai, oh, yeah, David Chai, freaking
0: uh, Ivan Fernandez. Yeah, you and Ivan joined the same time. Yeah, he's still in. No, no, he he got out, he did, he was one and done. Okay, and then me, um, and
1: I don't know, probably somebody else.
0: Remember, I think, uh, like, remember Todd Graham. Oh yeah, Todd and
1: Rebecca, yeah. Yeah. Course. Yeah.
0: Did they ever get married?
1: I think they did. I don't know if they're still married. Uh yeah. but yeah, at one point they were married. They were like dude, this was like freaking twelve years ago, but they were like in Turkey, I remember at some oh, point. Shit. Yeah. But who knows? I have an interesting story to tell you later on after I can't I cannot have it recorded because it's dude. <laughs> so, but yeah other than that man everything's going good jobs going good Um, freaking trying to think if i run running any crazy calls mostly just running covid calls over here uh old people falling down
0: uh overdoses uh i saw a few of those i mean like be when i used to work for city modesto i used to like See that shit all the time, like at parks. Like, you would see EMTs like dealing with overdoses. Yeah,
1: um, there's a whole bunch, there's a big popular or homeless population where you're modesto, so it makes sense. Um, <laughs> Annie's been talking about coming back to the coming back to California.
0: Yo, sick, it's not,
1: it's not gonna happen. Oh. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. So, her sister. <laughs> Her sister and and brother in law are going back, um, and her parents are there. My dad's there and stuff. And I don't know, man. It kind of sucks not having family around here, but at the same time, the cost of living here is so cheap, and then we have our, our life and shit here too, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's
0: uh, it's definitely not an easy, easy like decision to just like up and leave you know when you already have everything set up
1: yeah and if we did i mean it would be we'd have to like really explore it in like a year a couple of years or so you know but it's been we've been talking about it a little bit so
0: we'll see what happens but i mean i'd be stoked to have y'all back in cali <laughs> Man, if, if
1: the if the right job came along, like the right, like, fire job, you know, like, it would have to be perfect, though. Because I'm not going to go through another recruit school. I'd have to, like, it'd have to be a lateral transfer. Like, it would just have to be freaking the most perfect situation for me to be willing, for me to be like, all right, yeah, definitely, let's do it. You know, because I've already been here in Northern Virginia working for this department for like four and a half years, you know? So it's like, that's a long time. <laughs> you
0: how, know? how hard do you think it'd be to just um, make that happen? Like a lateral transfer is, I mean, like from state to state, you know, department. So a lot of the
1: qualifications are national based. So like your, your fire, your fire one and fire two certs, are a national thing. So Mm -hmm. those those should transfer over. My paramedic is also national. Nice. Uh, So that should transfer over to, or would transfer over. But like, it it would be pretty easy. The thing is, is if the department that you're applying for offers the lateral Mm -hmm. uh, option, because some don't have that option. They'll be like, Hey, you have to go through this entire recruit school, like you're brand new. And then, You know, you come out and you have the job, but some departments do offer a lateral thing because they, if they know you have experience and all that shit. So, but I don't know. It'd have to, it'd have to work out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Um, have you done anything like, I mean, I guess you can't really do much, man. Um, but, What's what's a uh, what's one hobby you you picked up in the last year? And the uh, the podcast. The podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The podcast. Um, I'm doing so. Me and Richard, the guy on my podcast, mm-hmm.
0: the
1: co-host, Richard. Huh. Nice. What's up, Richard? Huh? No, said, what's up, Richard? <laughs> he'll he'll hear that out in the <laughs> waves. Uh, but anyways. Uh, we've been doing this like it's not a challenge it's like a accountability thing so it's like we're calling it the ab challenge so (laughs) we're we're both trying to get abs nice uh it's been going on for about a month now but it's not really a challenge because the challenge is like let's see who could do it first Mm -hmm. my thing is i just i wanted to say it out loud to somebody so that way like i would just account i had to be accountable you know what i mean held accountable so, mm. I've been eating like nothing but chicken. It's freaking terrible. Um, <laughs> but once I get the abs, though, it's done. I'm done. Like I'm not going to keep doing this for the rest of my life. I just want to prove that I can do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but once once it happens, then it's over, and I'm going to start eating like a like a terrible human being again.
0: probably to you, man. I can't. I can't do it.
1: It's hard, dude. It's harder than I thought. Like, you know, like because I work out regularly and stuff, but like I just don't eat right. You know, like it's not like I eat like total shit or anything, but I don't eat right for having abs. Like that was never in the in the cards. I don't think so. Yeah, um, basically, it's just a, a challenge for myself. Um, but it's definitely not a lifestyle that I'm trying to live forever because it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's definitely not not something that I'm willing to do like cuz I feel like that you know that kind of lifestyle like where you're eating like a picky bastard all day and this and that it's like it's no fun for the people around you, you know what I mean? Like you're just like a a downer. So
0: and I don't know. I guess I don't know. Life's about trying different shit and you can only do that for so long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture when I get the abs, I'm going to take one picture and be like, I did it. And then after that, I'm going to have a freaking cheeseburger and a milkshake and that's it. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't take too long, man. It's going to take a long ass time. It's going (laughs) to, it's, it's going to take probably a couple more months. Um, but it's we got mad snow here right now, dude. Freaking my dog's outside right now. I hear the door open. She's trying to find a place to take a dump, and there's not a lot of places for her to do that. <laughs> because <laughs> she does not want to walk in the snow, so she's looking for a grassy spot. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: snow sucks, dude. People think it's magical and awesome, and all this snow is the
0: worst shit ever. Damn. It's almost like you're like... Really not selling Virginia at all to anyone. <laughs> so, look, Virginia is awesome. The thing <laughs> is though you have to not
1: be a freaking weenie about weather. So, I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Virginia has probably about altogether out of the 12 months of the year, probably just under three months of legit weather. So those 3 months are going to constitute your springtime your springtime here is the most amazing thing ever it's beautiful temperate everything like that uh and then the fall the fall is just gorgeous so hmm. that's the good part the bad parts are the winter time you know which we're we're mild compared to some places but um the summers here man i don't know i know you spoiled californians Don't know much about uh, a little thing called humidity. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, humidity is the worst thing on the planet. Um, I don't know how else to describe it other than you just are sweaty all the time. So during the summer, um, everybody's wet and you can't fight (laughs) it. (laughs) There's no there's no fighting it. And the only (laughs) thing to do um, really to to when the humidity is just to uh, accept it.
2: And
1: <laughs> once you do that, you're good to go. Uh, but it's definitely a different thing, man. I don't know. Have you been anywhere like uh,
0: East Coast or Midwest at all? Bro, I spent hell of time in Texas, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Mississippi. Yeah, dude. North Carolina. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yep. Then you know exactly what
1: I'm talking about then. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? It's like you, you if if somebody hasn't experienced it, you can't really explain to them what the hell they're about to feel. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, anyways. But no, Virginia's tight, dude. It, it is. Like cost of living here is super great. Like you can just do a lot of cool shit here. You can carry guns and stuff. Um, you know, you could freaking put a Trump flag up anywhere you want uh <laughs> i'm just kidding that last part was a joke uh but you can, you can do that i don't do that um, but there's a lot of history here freaking uh you know whatever
0: But yeah yeah man and um before we wrap this up one thing i have been asking uh uh so i was i've been doing like this thing like Asking random, not so random, more like coworkers uh, asked them all the same question, what was their most memorable moment of twenty twenty and I got pretty uh, pretty uh good mix of answers, and then just want to know what's your most memorable moment of twenty twenty memorable moment of twenty twenty let 's see
1: what were like some of the answers other people gave
0: um so um one of them, I guess not to spoil too much, because um, I'll be playing later on. Oh. Um yeah, wait. wait. will I play this before that? No, no, I'll play it. Just
1: edit that part out. What you're about to tell me.
0: Oh yeah. Um done. <laughs> uh so I had uh like one of them was um um attending their first like protests uh for Black Lives Matter. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's just random answers, man. Yeah. So, okay. Um, All right.
1: I have my answer. All right. So my answer kind of sucks, but most memorable moment for me was the first first COVID-related call that we ran. And, it's memorable to me because the lady who it was, like, who called, this was, like, a week into the whole thing, man. Like, people were, like, fuck COVID and all this. And um, Annie just texted me. She can hear me. She said, Fred, duh. She didn't hear the part that you said What besides Fred. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, this lady, um, she was, like, young as hell. And she had, like, five kids and she's in the bathroom all passed out and like she was just being a drama queen like she ended up she did not have covid but it was just like memorable because i knew i was like oh man we're going to start getting all these freaking dumbass calls from people thinking they have covid and she was the first one and for some reason that that will always stick in my mind man like people freaking out like who Like for no reason. You know, I mean, there are some people who definitely have it and had it and it was crazy, but that first one, I was just like, bitch, (laughs) (laughs) you don't have this. You just don't want to take care of your kids. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I would say that's the most memorable when COVID started uh, for like, you know, my job and stuff.
0: Holy shit, man.
1: Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because do Do you go ahead.
0: Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, like, that's because for a while, dude, like, literally, that was all of our calls. Like, you know, like, uh, let's see, February, March, April, May timeframe. That's like all we ran was like COVID positive patients, you know, and we had to like, you know, do the whole thing, getting in our gowns and all that crap. And, uh, and a lot of protocols and stuff for us changed because of all this. So,
0: But anyways, what are you going to say? um oh no no uh just to piggyback on the whole covid thing well did you did virginia experience a shutdown like the way california did like it was like yo everything's closed now like you you get your ass home now um no like so yes there was a shutdown
1: but like talking to like my family members and stuff and to you and everything like no (laughs) you guys definitely got shut the hell down like apparently like so for you it's like a ghost town and stuff right like
0: yeah i still remember that day like it was like last week man no
1: so that didn't happen for us like um restaurants and stuff kind of shut down and like things like that but people stayed in inside a little bit more but there was never a time where like it was ghost towny you know like yeah maybe the traffic was a little bit more dead and stuff and like you know the schools all shut down and things like that and a lot of people are working from home now and this and that but um man i I went to the grocery store all the time i seen people outside running constantly and like you know it wasn't as bad as you guys had it at all no not at all yeah I, i would say i would say from my personal opinion california definitely got got the worst of the lockdown
0: Damn. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that, I mean, it's always cool to hear, like, I mean, you think it's the same everywhere, but in reality, it really wasn't, man.
1: No, dude, because the, uh, because, like, the, like, political, socioeconomic, like, lifestyles is just so much different, where, you know, like, people here, for the most part, dude, are super pro-Trump, and, like this and that, and they believe everything, all the rhetoric he was spitting out, you know, about how it's not a big deal, and this and that and the other, so people all believed him, and yeah. and we paid the price, too, man, because I mean, I think, you know, Virginia had a, a real high infection rate, you know, um, yeah. or nobody wanted to wear their damn masks, and, and people still don't, you know, um, so California, I think you have more of a liberal, open-minded Mindset where people are willing to, you know, listen to the facts and, uh, you know, help each other out. But... <laughs> yeah, not here so much. <laughs> no, yeah, and yet another uh, a selling point for Virginia. Come to Vir- <laughs> come to Virginia, where everybody uh, <laughs> listens to Trump and the weather sucks. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no seriously you you gotta come visit us man i think you'll
0: you'd like it no i i definitely i definitely want to go visit man um just gotta yeah wait till this shit (laughs) dies down yeah man i can't wait to freaking like we were supposed to go to
1: switzerland last year in the summer Mm -hmm. we planned it like the winter before 2019 and uh we bought our tickets and everything, bro. I was so excited. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get some real Swiss chocolate. It's gonna be awesome." And then
0: COVID <laughs> happened and just
1: freaking ruined everything. Poor me. Couldn't go to Switzerland. Get your chocolate. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> the worst thing that came out of COVID.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. and now his actual most memorable moment of 2020 um so yo anthony so what's your most memorable moment of 2020
1: all right so it's actually really weird so my most memorable moment of 2020 so this year i had to get a, a root canal right cuz i had an, an old an old feel- filling in my mm-hmm. uh, in my tooth and it cracked and oh so I, shit. yeah so i went in and they're like yo yeah we got to do a root canal so i've never had a root canal before so um i was pretty nervous about it or whatever so they um they drill that thing down dude really so you have like this little nasty nub of a tooth and like it's it's gross right so mm-hmm. anyways they put like this temporary tooth that they make like in house and it's like super ghetto and like, doesn't look like a tooth. But anyways, the guy's like, Hey, listen, he's like freaking, we're going to order you a really nice one. You know, it's going to be like made of like super strong ceramic or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, what are my options? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, can I do a silver tooth? And he's Mm -hmm. like, He's like, you could do a gold tooth if you want, and I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm not that, that freaking <laughs> awesome, right? I wish I could pull it off. So, the funny part about this is, like, a month beforehand, I was telling Annie, my wife, mm-hmm. I was like, man, do you remember when you were a little kid, how you know you get crowns and they'd be silver? You know, do you remember that? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Dude, I loved that, bro. I loved like running my <laughs> running, running my tongue on it. I thought it was sick. And so, like, uh, I was like, I wonder if adults can get, like, silver crowns. You know, I was telling her that, and she's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Well, when this happened, it was, like, a gift from God. It was, like, right before my birthday, too. And, like, it was like, yo, here's your opportunity to get a silver tooth. And the thing is, the tooth is in my smile line, like, barely. Like, you could barely see it when I smile. Um, So, I was like, you know what? You only YOLO once, right? Right. So, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
1: so uh and yes, I realized that you only YOLO once doesn't make sense. But anyways,
0: uh
1: <laughs> freaking I did it, bro. I was like, Yeah, give me the silver tooth, Doc. And he's like, All right, there's no going back because I guess they're hella expensive. Like insurance will only cover it one time. And so, bro Oh no shit. Yeah. So dude ordered me my silver tooth, and now I got a silver tooth, bro.
0: <clears throat> Very nice.
1: It's freaking amazing. Uh, I love it. The thing is, it's like, it's like not right there in front, like to where everybody notices it. But if I get a big enough smile, somebody's like, yeah, you got a silver tooth? Like, damn, what's that? You know, so (laughs) for me, that's my most memorable moment of 2020. Besides the obvious, besides like my adopting my baby and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, man, I got a silver tooth now. I'm pretty excited about it.
0: Damn dude, you're a real mexicano now.
1: I, I know, dude. I feel I feel <laughs> legit. If, I, if it happens again, if the uh if I have another freaking uh root canal, I'm getting another silver tooth. There's no doubt. I will I will have a mouth of freaking silver. And
0: it's,
1: <laughs> it's It's real silver too. It's not like uh freaking some alloy, dude. It's legitimately silver.
0: Oh shit, dude.
1: Yeah, bro. Like if somebody kills me in a war, they're going to take out my silver tooth and try to pawn it. It's, <laughs> yeah the were teeth with like the thing bro it was just so weird because I wanted it for so long and I was like literally asking Annie and even like other people I'm like yo can adults get this like,
0: just,
1: like <laughs> and they're like no I don't think they do that anymore like because it's like bad for kids and shit um but bro oh really I don't know if that's true I, was, I wasn't asking real dentists so I was asking like random ass people but um when was the last time you seen a kid with a silver tooth cuz it's supposed to be it's like super temporary, you know. When you oh really? The, when you have the crown? Yeah. yeah. But this shit or this thing that got in my mouth ain't nothing temporary about it, buddy. This thing's going to be forever. That's what's up, dude. Yeah. Um so yeah. I I kind of wish I would have went with gold, but then I'm like, uh eh, that's too much.
0: Yeah, and I, I feel it like um I don't know on the body I'm not big it, it'll seem too much of a an accessory whereas the silver can kind of just naturally blend in that makes sense it does it's like i it's
1: the same with like silver and gold jewelry i don't wear jewelry but if i had to i'm wearing silver because i feel like gold's
0: like pretentious yeah and going back to what you said earlier yeah same here i don't think i can some people can pull it off and most can't yeah uh my dad growing
1: up had a gold tooth and it fell out. And so he freaking had it in the trunk of his car forever. <laughs> one, day, one day he was cleaning out the trunk of his car and he found it and freaking pawned it.
0: Oh no shit.
1: My dad pawned his gold tooth. Yeah. That's what's up. No, that's Mexican as hell though. And it was like the <laughs> early nineties, so I'm sure he got hardly anything for it, but <laughs> Um, but yeah so that's it man <laughs> well, anyways uh, yeah man thanks for letting
0: me uh, uh, freaking talk on your podcast again yeah man and thanks for doing this too dude uh, yeah it's gonna be definitely a I mean all my episodes have been different like I don't even know why I'm saying like oh this is gonna be a different one but cause they've all been pretty different yeah
1: well yeah whatever you want to do man if you want to if you even have a story for us dude if you want to uh you got something you think is needs to be out there for the world because here's the real goal of of the freaking of hmm, interesting Like, yeah i want there to be because dude i know so many people with great stories right and a lot of those stories are going to die with those people you know mm-hmm. what i mean And so I want there to be this, like, basically library, my personal library of freaking stories that I love from people that I know. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. uh, And so that's basically what we've been doing so far. I mean, all the stories that you've heard are stories that I've already heard. And, like, I just I want I want the people to tell them so that way there's always a record of it. You know, so if you have a story like that, that you think is something that needs to be immortalized,
0: you know, we'll freaking record you. Um, dude, honestly, the best stories for me, cause my memory shit, dude. And for me, the best stories are like the ones other people randomly remember. Like, I I know that, you know, more stories about me than I probably do about high school, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Probably. Like, yeah, that Marine
1: one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. um, But, yeah, if you come up with anything or whatever, options there.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, And also, like, if you're trying to – because I know it seems like a lot of the episodes are, like, certain theme. So, like, you know, like the last one was, like – I wouldn't say animal cruelty, but kind of like animal – That's what we're all
1: about. We're all about animal cruelty, bro. We're trying to, I'm just
5: kidding.
1: (laughs) But we are waiting for somebody from PETA to hear our stuff and then sue us. And then we're just going to, we're going (laughs) to ride that train, man. You know? Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you read the uh, freaking description of that episode, we were like, okay, yeah, we, you know, we're starting to realize that some of the funniest stories have to do with animals. Animal stories are just funny. I don't know. They are, man. Like the time you guys pissed on the horse when you were in high school. The dead horse.
0: Dude, <laughs> we didn't piss on the horse. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure there was pictures of, of you guys. I still have that picture. Of you guys drunk pissing on a dead horse. So, you know what? You
0: want, <laughs> we, we, we weren't pissing on it. It looks like it. It looks bad. <laughs> you want to talk about animal cruelty. <laughs> uh Uh... Dude, I showed that photo album like once, like for the first time in years, to some girl I was dating. <laughs> the fucking look on her face, bro, like she was horrified, okay. and then I was horrified because <laughs> I've been lying to myself this whole time, thinking I'm a decent person.
1: No, you're a horrible person.
0: You know, <laughs> you know what story <laughs> I think about too a lot with you is the the uh, that
1: fight you guys got in in Oakdale, where it was like a uh, where like... you punched the dude in the throat with your keys yeah that was pretty awesome yeah like that's burned in my memory for some reason um and then what that's a good story actually that, that is a one's good. a good one it is see if you can like if you can like figure out in your mind everything that happened in that story and then retell that that'd be hilarious dude i can
0: definitely retell that one for sure yeah we should do it then dude tell me when man all right yeah i'll talk to richard and then we'll <laughs> we'll record it and- if it's too short or whatever, we'll
1: try to find somebody else who got in a weird fight. Because that's a funny fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that one, yeah, because
1: it leads to like,
0: yeah, it's a whole, it's like a whole day
1: thing. Yeah, that's the thing is you have to kind of get into like the, the reason why Oakdale and Riverbank hated each other so much. And, and how you got into the situation. I think that could be a great story.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 'Cause it actually starts all the way back to like me dating this girl from Escalon. See, and Escalon And that's why I was there. Yeah, bro,
1: Escalon's like the freaking, the quiet guy in the back that like nobody yeah. really thinks of, but they're really the, the major <laughs> shitster. Like
0: Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Everything. Do you remember that one time? You might have not been there, but I know freaking Hondo and like all those fools were there and we was at uh, uh that guy Bocho's house. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was like Ten of us from Riverbank there, everybody else was yeah. Oakdale and Escalon, right? And so during the night, everybody's like, all the Oakdale guys are all starting start yelling like Oakdale, Oakdale, all this shit, right? And then the Escalon guys start going Escalon, Escalon, and they're just going back and forth, back and forth, right? Well, freaking Alejandro, out of nowhere, like I don't know what he was thinking because we were like so outnumbered, it was crazy. Like he just goes, he goes. <laughs> Riverbank, right? <laughs> One time he says it, right? And it was <laughs> like, you can almost hear like a record screech. It was like, <laughs> and everybody just like st- like turns and looks in our direction where all of us were chilling. And then we just got rushed, dude. Like it was by both sides. And then like everybody, it was just like the biggest brawl of of my life. I was with some like random ass chick that I decided to take to this party because so I was like, oh, this will be fun. I ended up pushing her into like a bush. Like, It was was like to protect her, you know, but it it looked bad. It looks bad. But yeah, so that kind of stuff happened all the time, man. Freaking Oakdale, Riverbank, Escalon brawls, stupid.
0: (laughs) Dude, I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know, actually, if I was. I don't think you were, man. I think you were you were still in the Marines like you were gone. But I feel like your brother was there. Freaking uh, Hondo was there. Like all your whole crew was there. Like Alex Munoz was there, all those people too. It was like a bunch of random Riverbank guys, but mostly Escalon or Oakdale guys.
0: You definitely weren't there. Oh, I think – I feel like there's one where I think Santiago was definitely upset because, like, I think it was like Ray Baca and some other cat didn't jump in. That wasn't that night. But oh, – okay. So I remember
1: that story too because – you told me that story about those guys. Like they were somewhere and like, they were like, Hey, help us out. And like, they didn't do shit, but.
0: Oh, it was that battered beaver. And Baca, I think was with like
1: Munoz and them. Yeah. That sounds familiar. In Coda. Yeah. And they just basically watched them like get destroyed or something like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's messed up. But no, that's not that night.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, your, your like, your cousin was there, your, your cousin Linda, right? Is that her name? She yeah, was yeah. there. Everybody was there except for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, yeah, if you want to
1: uh, figure out how to tell that story and get into it, then, yeah, we can do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm totally down, man. Just let me know when.
1: Cool, yeah, I'll talk to Richard uh, tomorrow or probably Saturday, and then we'll try to figure out a time because he's about to have a – well, not about to, but his wife's pregnant and shit, so –
0: Oh shit, shit. Awesome. Yeah. Tell my hey, second man. I'll let him know. But yeah, man. Thanks a lot. This was fun. Cool. Thank you, dude. And say hi to Annie. Oh yeah. And Annie, little
1: Annie f- for, for me to tell you to say Annie wanted me to make sure I told you she said hi. So,
0: hello. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> All right, man.
0: All right. See ya, bud. Talk Take you care. care. about to crack open over there it's a uh,
3: IPA it's called 1985 from Voodoo Ranger I picked these up uh, yesterday at the Save Mart Um, it was just sitting there and I hadn't recognized it so I picked it up figured uh, I'd invite you over and uh, try this one with me right
0: on Uh, thanks man Uh, yeah sick label very uh, intrigued by this really ranger dude back from 1985. Dude, I
3: was looking at his jacket and it reminded
0: me of Cobra Kai.
3: Like uh, from the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, it,
3: he's got that Cobra on there.
0: Definitely a good watch if you guys haven't watched it on uh, Netflix. I haven't finished it, I'm just going through it. Uh, but you guys should check it out.
3: If you're a Karate Kid fan, uh you'll probably like it uh if you're not uh you probably will like it anyways it's kind of corny but it honestly just makes jokes back to like the karate kid
0: yeah and it's uh kind of has like a a novella anti-hero vibe from it you know yeah so if you like like deadpool like he's a good guy but he doesn't really necessarily do like the right thing um every time um kind of bends the rules. I don't know. If it's just kind of a fun watch and very relatable. He's a human guy. Yeah.
3: So anyways, uh yeah, I'm gonna crack this voodoo. Let's see what's up with it. Cheers. Cheers.
0: What do you think it's um it's a good deal uh ibu's pretty neutral not too high you know but nothing that's like so it's like you can call it subtle either they're up there but not too crazy for like say the, uh, someone that's trying to get into like beer tasting or drinking you know it's not gonna be like that 211 that scares them away, you know? <laughs> um, but it's, it's, um, it, it's not bad. It's actually nothing's bad about it. It's good. It's a good, easy, easy drink.
3: Yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably give it like a, probably like a six, man. Six? Yeah, I'll be honest. It's, it's good. Yeah but i've had other ipas that it must be the hops that they use i haven't even looked up to see uh, what flavorings they've used but something about it's just kind
0: of um if at least for me uh i'm gonna give it a seven just because it's not bad um, and it i i don't know if it's the same feeling you get when you drink it but for me it's like It doesn't hit that punctuation. It kind of falls flat, you know. It does. It it hits a high note at first with the with the hops Mm -hmm. and stuff, and like afterwards, you know how sometimes like you get different like after flavor from a beer, you know. This one seems kind of just kind of like yeah, like
3: yeah. You get the taste, uh, you know, when you first take that swig, but it's
0: uh... kind of unimpressive on them. Yeah.
3: I don't know. It's lacking something for me. Nonetheless, I will be killing this six-pack. Because it's still drinkable.
0: Drinkable in New Belgium. Dude, I dig the, the can, man. If you guys, like, merchandise that into, like, some gear. Like an IP, an 85 line like on your web or like I'd totally get a shirt man or a tank top of that that shit is hella rad man
3: <laughs> yeah that's all it needs is just like a radical and a hot pink like neon uh, going across it or, or something like or it does like say Robbie. 1985 on it so yeah I mean it's got the colors
0: yeah I digged it um well you didn't dig it so much I I'd, I'd probably, I mean, if it's at a party, I'll drink it again.
3: Yeah, I don't know that I'd go out of my way to get another one of these, but yeah. it was definitely nice to try. What grabbed my attention was the marketing on the can. You know, it definitely looks appealing, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, that was, uh, around the time when I was born, so it just uh, seemed proper to pick it up.
2: Yeah. all
0: right guys that was a uh, 1985 ipa by a new belgium yes go check it out thought that was playing no oh that's on a different track oh because it started off hey so how's it looking? i was like oh shit
3: yeah i did it on a different
0: track No. Oh. it's good though it's ready to go it's recording um all right let's crack these open man for sure
3: man that one just got splashed beer onto my screen <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, cash crop with a K from uh, Dust, Bowl, Dust Bowl Brewing in uh, Turlock California um, they've been around for what like 20
3: years um yeah pro- uh, no they've probably been around for about 10 uh I well we can probably look it up really quick but yeah it's a cool little logo um It's uh, orange and yellow, and right on the front, it tells you it's orange and mango, so that's pretty cool that they would go with the two colors to make it obvious.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take a sip right now, and let's see what this tastes like. Cheers. 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 It's good um it's on the
3: sour side yeah yeah like you could definitely like taste the citrus
0: yeah it's uh there's quenching it's uh definitely a good summer drink um yeah drinkable drinkable uh tart um yeah not sweet so
3: you get a little bit of sweetness, but yeah, I feel like the, the tartness from the from the orange from the citrus overpowers
0: the two flavors. Oh yeah, you get that like really that really uh, strong mango flavor that kind of uh, jumps out. Gotcha. Um, I give it. Have a ten, I'd give it a seven and a half.
3: Yeah, that seems pretty solid. It's only a 4.5 alcohol um, by volume here. So, it's about the same uh, alcohol content as uh, like a Bud Light. Definitely a summer beer. But yeah, they have the pictures of the orange and the mango there. It's got the yellow and orange coloring on the, the, the can. Um, and uh, yeah the graphics are pretty cool you know they show you the mango tree up on the corner and then the field of oranges with the ma- the mountainside in the back pretty creative
0: <clears throat> yeah and um, I think if you're like big on like m- you know making your uh, your beer you know beer mixers or whatever uh, like your micheladas or um, something of that nature. Um, you might be able to mix some michelada with this and uh, make something new, you know, something more of a like a mango nada kind of style michelada. I don't know, just throwing it out there.
3: Yeah, I mean, they already use like what is it like limes that they mix with the michelada drink. So going with a mango michelada. And orange uh, be pretty interesting. We should definitely try to make some out of this.
0: Yeah, I can see. Um, yeah, using some uh, chamoy and stuff would make it taste pretty solid, or at least like decorate the rim nicely if you're serving it up. Yeah, at a party or something. Yeah, most definitely.
3: It's a good one to check out. For sure. And it's local to us. Turlock, California. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out. So, would you think you digged it? I like it. Um, would you buy it again? I would buy it again for a hot day. You know, I can definitely see this as, uh, as my summer drink. Um... Not super crazy about it, you know. It's only like a seven, seven and a half. I think that I would give it, but um, but it's not bad. It's it's good. It's drinkable. You know, it's the next thing to like a Bud Light. If you if you know, I'm not trying to knock, but it's it's pretty easy to drink. Like the Bud Light, it's just pretty easy to drink. You know, it's very neutral. So I like a little bit more flavor. You know, obviously, I'm, I'm more of an IP. Uh, but as far as flavor, stand. this
0: one's pretty flavorful.
3: It is. And that's why I would, you know, definitely get it again. It's good.
0: Damn, yeah. <sighs> yeah, might be able to finish it before the review's over.
3: It's that tasty. See? Yeah. I don't know. I might have to, uh, back my uh, my score here and have to re-score re- it <laughs> give it a higher rating <laughs> right
0: alright man uh, yeah you guys go uh, check it out that's Cash Crop from uh, Dustful Brewing here in Turlock California segment it's called quick fire and i have my sister on the show uh my sister andrea thanks for being on the show Uh, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself
4: um well i'm 28 years old i work for the post office i'm a united states postal service carrier um i've been carrying since 2017 um i love my job
0: Awesome. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks for being on the show. And my next segment is called Quick Fire. I'm going to just shoot off a couple just random questions. And then the first thing that comes to your mind, just know these are all, to the most part, these were oriented towards dudes. So you're going to be like, what the hell with some of the questions. But <laughs> give me the first thought that comes to mind. Okay. So are you ready for Quickfire? Okay. All right. Here we go. Number one, what's your favorite movie? The Notebook. Number two, it's dinner time. What are you eating? Spaghetti. Okay. Next question, beer, tequila, whiskey, or wine?
4: Uh, beer.
0: All right. Number five, or four. I don't even know what's the number. Next one, what's The King of Tacos?
4: I don't know.
0: Like type of taco, <laughs> like either asada pastor, whatever you like.
4: Oh, like which meat I prefer? Yeah. yeah. Uh pastor.
0: Pastor tacos, cool. Any reason why?
4: I, I just always have I like pastor. Like I'll get everything pastor, like tortas and everything and bur- burritos. Alright.
0: Oh, cool, <laughs> cool, cool. Next question killer abs or an immaculate smile?
4: For a man?
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> A smile. Okay. Uh, Next question. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. All right. Next one. Netflix, Hulu, or Disney?
4: Hulu has a greater variety. Mm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Hulu, Hulu. (laughs) Next question. First person that comes to mind? My husband. Okay. Next question. Favorite cartoon?
4: Oh, that's tough. I don't know Okay we'll go back to that okay. one Okay
0: You just had a, a day at work What are you listening to?
4: Podcasts Okay True You're, crime <laughs> True crime, uh, true, po- crime. <laughs> true crime podcast yeah. Okay
0: <laughs> You're traveling internationally tomorrow Where is your destination? Hawaii Okay Next question If you become a product What would that product be? Anything? Yeah, like Andrea's Hot sauce? Andreas hot sauce. <laughs> Everyone go out and get Andrea's hot sauce. Next question. What can wait until tomorrow? Laundry. Laundry. Okay. <laughs> Following question. Pineapple on the or yeah, pineapple on a pizza is
4: not good. Not good. No. Okay.
0: This one is good. <laughs> I agree, Noah. It is good. And final question. Final question for Quickfire. Tom Hanks is? An actor. An actor. He is an actor. <laughs> but the correct answer we are looking for is National Treasure. National Treasure is what we're looking for. All right, Andrea. Thanks for participating. And thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye, Tina. <laughs> so, uh, final thoughts on this episode for myself. For myself on this episode, um, not too much on, I don't know, nothing too crazy going on, but what about you, Andrea? How you feel? What's, uh, what's one thing that's been bugging you for the past couple of years?
4: Uh, for the last year. For the but, last year. Yeah. That. Well. With work related. It's kind of hard to find restrooms to like. Go and use and. It, up until now. But, like, but, now we're starting to get restrooms but.
0: But that statement is kind of crazy for anyone that you just said. So explain to someone who has no idea what you do.
4: Oh well I'm a mail carrier. Okay. So it's. We we use businesses' restrooms um, in order to use a restroom because that's our only form. Um, so since COVID happened, a lot of businesses closed their doors, not just to us, but to everyone in general. Um, and that's why it's, it, it's a little overwhelming. But a lot of people, like, we I have a Chevron on my route. Mm-hmm. And they have always been good about letting us use their restrooms, so...
0: Wow, that's... Uh, I mean, something so small to us uh, common folk is such a big deal for oh, yeah. our um, service carriers. Um, yeah, man. Like, uh, we we don't really think about accessibility to restrooms, but, um, yeah, other services do really have to think about that. And, um, yeah, just something for... The listeners to think about before they go bitch into their carriers about, you know, their shit getting to them pretty late. <laughs> maybe they should realize there's more to it, man. It's not that simple to deliver a package. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? or No, you have a
4: point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, before you decide to shit on a carrier, maybe y'all should think about that. And... Yeah. Before you voice your opinion, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add on to that? What's What's your most memorable moment of 2020? Um, mm, 2020. Crazier, crazier.
4: Can you go clean the house? It's not shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, my most memorable moment. I I don't know. Twenty twenty was kind of rough. It
0: doesn't have to be positive. It doesn't have to be negative. Whatever's. I guess
4: memorable. the fact that I still have a job. Okay. Is is a good, I I, my job kept going the entire shutdown. Okay. So I I guess that's a positive for me. As
0: far as like out of the norm, anything different from life, now, because of the pandemic.
4: No, no. nothing nothing really different now i mean the only thing is the masks but um when i'm out on the street delivering I'm, i'm on my own by myself all day so i don't wear a mask all day okay um but other than that no no nothing really has changed
0: perfect well thanks for sharing man thanks for being on the show i really appreciate it thank you thank you
4: Don't cry in front of the Mexicans.
1: Thanks for listening to Out There With Z. Until next time.
5: Oops, you're dead.
2: Yo, who's down to drop a verse on the speak?